Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We might just be in France, but this is global. It's football 2019, and this is its brand new face. Football Inside Out by Copper 90. What's up? My name is Monkey. And I'm Heath. And this is Football Inside Out, a podcast from Copa 90. We're coming to you every day from the Copa 90 Clubhouse in Lyon, bringing you all the excitement from the 2019 Women's World Cup in France. You can find us at Bar Super 5, screening all the remaining games. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And on today's episode, we have an interview with Spanish footballer Vero Boquette, who's not playing this year at the tournament, but is here to promote the game and work with the pledge-based charitable movement called Common Goal. But first, here are the five things you need to know going into your day. Football Inside Out by Copper 90. Number one, the Netherlands will face off against the United States in the final of the 2019 Women's World Cup. Pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Is it the first Women's World Cup final? I think so. What? You have to fact check me on that. That it's the first ever Women's World no, Cup the final? No, the first one for the Netherlands. Oh, it, yes. I believe that is true. Yeah. Which yeah. is crazy. Again, Your European girl. Euro winners, you know. Your girl, Viv. I don't know if you've heard of this player. <laughs> <laughs> Viv Miedema. No, it's... um. Yeah, I believe it's their first one. And they... they grinded out a result yeah they did they scored a goal in extra time Um, I think everyone's quite surprised about this match up in the final yeah it's definitely not one that we predicted no and and again Holland Holland remind me a little bit in this tournament of of what Portugal was in the Euros where they just Mm -hmm. uh, and the men's Euros where they just sort of like kept advancing along yeah getting a little bit better but never actually at any point had like a great performance where you're just like okay they're here but now they're in a final that's when Ronaldo came a sort of sideline coach yeah. for most of the game. Yeah, that was when um, the guy, oh, what's his name? Merton, Martins or whatever that went to Bayern Munich. He was like the best player in the tournament. We haven't seen him since. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has I mean, done that I haven't well. even noticed that. Yeah. Uh, number two. Oh, God, I feel like I've got something in my throat. Number two. England's defeat to the United States became the most watched TV program uh, of the year. Wow. <coughs> You almost can't believe it. Huh? I can't yeah. believe it. And cough that out. Um, 11.7 million, roughly 50.8% of uh, the available audience watched that game. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. Very cool. I, I mean, I, I hope that it's not just like a wave because every... I mean, again, it's awareness first, but yeah. then that people were like left, even if that was their first match of the tournament, saying, this is amazing. I want more. Like, also, want the Euros more. is in the UK next, next year. Yeah. So that's great news for us. Partially in the UK? 
It's around oh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it's actually shared. But isn't the it? final is in uh, is Wembley. Is that Wembley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only people to to uh, to go in for that, but whatever we still want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take yeah, okay, it. fair. Uh, and number three. Yes, so number three is Visa's player of the match. Jackie Gronin. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. I, I would have given it to a the goalkeeper. goalkeeper. Yeah. Me too. Either of the goalkeepers had quite a few big saves. Mm. Uh, and probably made they, those two made the mass, match the most exciting. There wasn't any like spectacular performances from anybody. But she scored the win, she scored the match winner in the semifinals of a World Cup. The least you can do is give her player of the match. Can you sp- spell the goalkeeper's name for us? Um yes. V double A N E N D No. No. Yeah, yeah, D A L. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I can spell. Practically uh, Dutch. Smarter than a fifth grader. Um, number four. Um, in other news, uh, Brazil are on to the Copa America finals after beating uh, Lionel Messi's <laughs> Argentina 2-0. It's now been 11 years since the trophy for, for, for Messi in Argentina. His only success was being in the Olympic gold medalist in 2008. I literally don't even remember that. Yeah, and and like men's men's Olympics is a joke. Why? Like it's not it's not serious because you can only have like all the players have to be under twenty three, and then you can have three yeah. overage players, where yeah. it's different um, than the women's, which is basically their full national team. Anyway. So much more exciting. Why is that a thing? I don't know. It's it's a really weird thing, but it's kind of not a serious thing. So I mean, if Messi wants to take that as a trophy, fine. You know, <laughs> this is only one. I'm not counting it. <laughs> and finally, uh, number five. Yes. Uh, Mexico will attempt to win their eleventh Concacaf Gold Cup. Uh, they got through on a controversial penalty in extra time mm-hmm. against Haiti. Have you watched it? Have you watched it back? I watched the penalty. Yeah. I haven't watched I haven't it back watched yet. I haven't watched it. Yeah. It's okay. A, it's explain very, what happened. Then I haven't seen it. Basically, sticks his leg out, and there's like there is a little bit of minimal contact. His like leg is up in the air. Somebody kind of goes through it, but it's like one where you're like, if you are a ref and you have touch and feel for the game, there's no VAR. There's no uh, VAR. No VAR. Right. That was what I was going to ask. Um, if there was VAR, if there was VAR, they'd call that off for sure. Right. But again, it's like one of those things where it wasn't quite as clumsy as some of the like challenges we've seen in this tournament mm-hmm. uh, that were controversial penalties. So it was like far less controversial because there's just minimal contact. It didn't make somebody fall down. First just, time, to be fair. That's the first time this has happened. Should we just hold this the rest of the time? <laughs> and that's uh, the five things yeah. you need to know going into your day. <laughs> this is Copper 90. So, Monkey, uh, how you doing? Sleeping? Good. You sleeping well still? Um, We're nearly 30 days into this whole thing. Yeah, I feel like my sleep's progressively got worse, but the heat's got progressively hotter. Yeah. I think that's why. Oddly enough, I am staying in a ground floor apartment, so I have to close the windows at night. Otherwise, people will come in and join me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, sure, if people need a place to sleep, just let me know. Don't just climb into the windows. So even though the temperature has been going down, I've been sleeping horribly. Like sweating, sweating, sweating profusely every single night. I mean, dude, it's still like 33 degrees yeah. today. So we well, say it's going down. Everything says, that, like at night, I'm seeing these like real time feels like is like low, but there seems to be no wind and I'm not, it's not making anything better. I have these, I have these weird, like, I think they're what like do, sparrows. What are you doing with your, you're pointing at the sky right now. <laughs> I was about to do, I was about to do an action. Yeah, okay. Outside my window, there's this like group of birds and they fly around in circles a flock. A flock, yeah. A flock is that what birds. it is? That's... Is it a flock of birds? Do we know? Flock, yeah. It's flock. a flock. Yeah, we'll call it a flock. Um, a group, yeah. And they, a team of birds. Yeah. 11. There's 11 of them. Unless it's a, a basketball team. Yeah. <laughs> five. And they just, they keep like flying past my window, which is obviously open because it's really hot. Yeah. And they're really loud. And I don't know why, but they just keep going round and round and round before sunset. 
and really early in the morning when the sun comes up. Like squawking. Like squawking, but doing some sort of like dance routine at the yeah. same time. And it's, it's actually quite pretty to watch, but at the same time, after like a few days, you're like, shut up. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I've been, what time have you been, been going to sleep at typically? Like on the non nights out around two? Is that safe? Are you going to sleep mm, before that? No, before that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, before that. Well, we, we went to game the other day. We didn't get home till like half one. Yeah. In the morning. That was confusing for me. It was hard for me to fall asleep that night. Yeah. Uh, but I've been I've been trying to sleep by like one. It was easier in Paris because the clubhouse closed at 11. Yeah. As soon as the matches end, we would do our recording and be done. Um, and I'd have some sort of time to like cool off and go to sleep and have a decent routine here. Like it, I've it had just, no routine here. Yeah. But it's kind of been fun. Yeah. It's been great. It's like one of those yeah. things, you know, that it, it's like the sort of sees the day carpe diem is that french latin latin maybe does is french have any sort of latin roots yeah it's must a do. love language yeah, right just learned something <laughs> just taught you all something no but like uh, you're getting to the end and you're like oh wow i'm all, my time in france is almost done i should enjoy it more instead of it being more focused on routine work and then uh, yeah, yeah routine and like surviving uh and it's not as hot anymore but i i'm just kind of torn between it so it's like these nights are coming and i'm like only a few days left yeah well, i went out to this well we went out actually to this first it was like a wine bar and then the rest of the the rest of the guys the girls went out and i was like okay i'll come for one for one water i went for a water but um this place were you was having like, water uh in the second place okay. yeah i wasn't drinking yeah it was bizarre this place was so strange like we got there oh well, first of all the bar that was shutting we asked is there anywhere open and they were like there's an establishment down yeah. the road and i was like i have no idea what that means that's it sounds that's, terrifying well you have to what trust them because you, it might be a lack of english that's making them say it's that's what i'm thinking it's an establishment anyway it seemed it was bizarre so we went yeah. down there there was an old man stood by the door and we were like Are you open for drinks and he was like and just kind of like let us in and there was it was like an old theater but with no stage just like the seats and like a bit above as well. And then underneath that, a bar. And we were kind of like w- waiting for the bar guy. But then the old guy just stepped behind the bar <laughs> yeah. and served everyone. It was so odd. I felt like I was in a film or something. He wears many hats at that bar. He might be a yeah. performer as well. Maybe. I was waiting for him to get on there. But nothing ha- like, but there was people there? Yeah, like, it was full. It was absolutely full. Wow. Yeah. But when I say full, you could only fit like 20 people in there. What I found that I've gotten too attached to is the electric scooters happening in France. Mm, I still haven't done one. That it becomes like my way home every time that I'm out late. It's just like, oh, I'll just hop on a scooter. Well, that night that I met you, I got on one scooter, unlocked it, tried to ride on, wouldn't like activate. And like, I don't want to push scooter <laughs> and they're already heavy. So like, you're, it's like dragging. So then I get off that, get another one, hit like the one star review uh, like then they say we've refunded you your money. Get on another one. The same thing happens. Three of them. Fourth, like, and then I'm just like, I might as well walk. And it was a bit of a ways. Um, and then finally get on the fourth one and it activates. And I was just like, oh, this is amazing. But it's it's weird to know that like now, especially here, because ride sharing apps have been really complicated here. Like you wait a long time. Like this is truly the French place where like no one's in a hurry. Where they're just you mean like, like taxi apps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They take ages. Like you just wait like even when we arrived in Lyon it was like 30 minutes for me in the blistering heat what did you think about getting back from the from the Olympic Lyon stadium I thought it was I thought it was quite difficult yeah so they were I they were holding people in the stadiums for like crowd control because there was only so many trains coming to the end or trams coming mm. to the entrance and you can only get so many people in and out at the same time so you're holding people at the top 
of the stadium and uh, is like, it's kind of a worrisome thing in France who's had like some, some issues in this country when you're being held into a spot and there's like a giant gap between you and the next people. You're like, why am I being held here? Something's not right. Yeah. And no one's saying anything. You're just being held. And then when you get towards the front, you're sort of like, okay, I get what's happening. It's a crowd control thing. But it didn't, wasn't a very easy thing. That's one of the main things I would compare between this World Cup and, and last summer in Russia is that mm. it was just so much easier to get around. People with these giant foam hands were just like... Pointing you in the right Yeah, direction. like those advertisers outside <laughs> of like a thing, just like, like... Throwing them in throwing the air. In the air. Like yeah. Twisting them. And it was like a big thing that's like they give high fives with these things, which is like they were all friendly and happy, which is okay. fine, but like we don't need the high fives. But they, you always knew where you were going and the, ro- the roads were wide and it was just like they made the routes long enough and wide enough that you trusted it, but it also gapped people out so you weren't just like funneling into something. Well, the stadium's more in the city though. Because because Leon Stadium is far out of the city. Not all of them. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. I, I I all I the only stadiums I was in were in Moscow and Saint Petersburg. Yeah. But for Leon, which is what the sec- third biggest city behind I think Marseille and and Paris, Paris in terms of like population, so. um, it is a ways out. But you would think for something like that for people who. Live, I guess it is a series of suburbs, though. France is like becomes rural very quickly as soon as you're outside yeah. the inner skirts. So I people we like were going to the wrong place. We were in the car because it turned into like farmland, and I was like, I think we might be in the wrong place. Oh, we were. We caught a ride to the to the match, and and just the guy was like, for this much, I'll take you. And we got in. It was like 17 minutes. And we we're like, that can't be right because the reason yeah. we're using you is because every other transportation route was like 45 to an hour. Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 I have it in. And then he. And then he wrote the actual name of the stadium in, which is like Groupama or something like that, mm. um, and put it in and updated like 45 minutes. Ah, yeah. Sick stadium, though. Yeah, really, really, really cool sick. Si- really cool stadium. Yeah. Yeah. PSG one was cool as well. It, I felt like the PSG stadium was, it, it was, 40, I think it's 45,000 capacity, but it, see, it felt small. Like it felt small for Wait, a so big stadium. Paris is smaller than... Leon, yeah. Leon, I think so. And I think they're both smaller than than the Velodrome in Marseille. I don't Have know. you ever been to Mar- that one? No, I never. There's some six stadiums in France. Yeah. I didn't. I I do wish that I would have gotten to some of the. You didn't go to any of the games out of town, did you? No, I'm trying to think. This is actually the first time I've ever gone to a stadium in France. I say out of town, like from where outside I mean, like, of Paris. outside of Paris. <laughs> yeah, no. And uh, yeah, because some of those are smaller stadiums, but those are usually pretty cool and fun atmospheres too. Um, smaller yeah. stadiums when you can pack them in. What's like the best stadium you've played in? Uh, oh, man. Wembley, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wembley's definitely... It was new Wembley and it just opened. I was about to say, was it new um, Wembley or old Wembley? Yeah, I wish it was old Wembley. Um, but I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that I really... Mm, I can't think of any... There's ones that were better atmospheres mm. in terms of national team matches. Oh, no. I mean, Dortmund was sick. Playing away at Allianz against Bayern Munich, also at, at the uh, club level, played at the Allianz Arena. I mean, not Allianz, but uh, with the yellow wall against Dortmund, that was yeah, one. Yeah. Played also with the national team at that stadium, which was really cool. It's That's a little bit smaller team. capacity, but that was the first time in my career where I just like couldn't hear anything. When you played I, Dortmund? Yeah. No, when I played with the national team against Germany before okay. the 2006 World Cup. Um and it was just such a loud buzz because I'd been playing in small stadiums in Denmark and occasionally you played against a Copenhagen or a Brøndby that had like a big stadium yeah. and you could feel like that energy. But this was like the first time I was just like, I am all alone out here. Whoever I was yelling at couldn't hear me. 
Like I, I just gained a new appreciation for the people that play like Champions League and big clubs <laughs> week in, week out, where it's so loud in those stadiums sometimes that you can't communicate. Like all the things right. that I had as like skill sets of being a good communicator didn't mean anything because no one could hear me communicating with them. It must be, it's a completely different game, isn't it, when you're playing in front of that many people? You, you just have to be so much better with your eyes. So for example, there was all these things that you would learn in training of like, as, you, as you're checking to the ball, no matter where you are, you should have a look over your shoulder when the ball's coming to know mm. what's around you, right? It's just this constant awareness. And you have to ha- be so much better with that because when you are when you play in smaller stadiums, you can go to the ball and be lazy and someone can be like, turn or or man on or whatever they're going to say. And they can you can hear that and, yep. and it helps you. But in a stadium where someone's feeding you the ball and the game is happening faster and there's less space and there's smarter players, you have to have so much more spatial awareness around you to sort of react, to just to be able to play at that level, right? You don't always have like the crutch of being able to communicate, which just makes you appreciate it more. Yeah, there's always like teams as well, like historically good teams that have said in interviews, like the partnership between, especially a partnership between like a striker and a a number 10 or like two centre-backs, they just know where one another is going to be without even having to look up. So like when Burkamp was passing to Thierry, like he wasn't even looking, he just knew where he'd be and he put the ball in that space and if he put the ball in that space and Thierry wasn't there I think I heard him say then he should be there or something like that Yeah. but they just like it's like a sixth cent in the end sixth cent sixth cent yeah in the well end. Viv Miedema I know I bring her up every episode <sighs> you love Viv Miedema uh, keep this this is like are we uh, sponsored this by like, Viv this is like Snapchat when they say streaks and you don't know why people do that I'm just keeping the, this streak alive this is like a 10 day <laughs> streak that I'm on right now but I didn't. I can't understand Dutch, but I think I could. So right. uh, when she won Player of the Match, and I listened to the to, to the interview, um, something about it was was saying that like she had done that in in training over and over again. So mm. and a lot of the girls that we've talked to, just in terms of like goal scorers, especially, are just reps, 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 reps. Like you do it enough times that it happens naturally on the field, and you don't have to think about how you're going to finish or when you finish. It's just that those constant reps on the training pitch, and I know it's stereotypical, but like, or or cliche, I guess, but mm-hmm. there is something to that, especially for strikers that are always like more streaky than other players, which are more about consistency. It's more about like that peaking or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they just want to be like, when they're in form, they're in form. So I'm still gutted about the England game, man. Still, um, I'm still in a somber mood. Do you, do you think England deserve to win that? Um I'm a I'm I'm a journalist. I ask the hard-hitting uh, questions. You know? It I mean it's a hard aunt it's a hard question to answer because I I mean to be honest, I haven't watched any of the highlights back. I only watched it from being at the stadium, but we just didn't put away our chances. So yeah. No, I got really. a. I I I've got a confession to make from that game. I was uh, tasked by our uh, social team to do social coverage. Yeah. The problem with that is that um, when moments are happening, you're not living in those moments. Yeah. You're getting yeah, ready yeah. for those moments to capture them. And I missed two of the goals in real time. You did, yeah. Oh. Well, because like fumbling, like my phone battery's dying, and if yeah. you keep it on the battery, you're like it burns your hand. It's so hot, and so like you're getting ready to sort of like capture the people behind you because you can't really record anything yeah. on the field. And I missed two of them. Yeah. But in that real sucks. time, I'm like, so did you watch it back on your phone? I watched it back on my phone. I watched it on the, on the, on the replays, but it's just, again, one of those things that was, was hard at times because you're like, 
any other game, I'd be fine because you're yeah. just like there t- for that. But when the US is playing against England, you just want to be like, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, my phone yeah. died. No, I think I think we could have won the game, but yeah. if we deserve to win. I'm not I'm not sure we should have we should have put those chances away. So I don't. It's a, I'm, I could be biased and be like, yes, we did. I mean, it was a really good match. Like the, the the matchup was amazing. I would have liked. I would have liked to have seen that match in the final. Yeah, that's one I would have liked in a final too. How, how do you think that you bounce back? Well, they have another game to play. But like, they've also just lost their opportunity to, to go play to in the final. Final, yeah. Um, and they have another game to play. But it's just mentally, you've come this far. You were so close. It wasn't for lack of opportunities. It wasn't like the US played them off the pitch, you know. And you're just like, well, the better team won, even though. I think the, um, what's his name? The coach was said that, the better team. Neville? No, you know what? It wasn't the him. It was Piers Morgan who said that. Screw that guy. Why are you even listening come, to what that I guy just, has uh, to uh, say? Because I, I went, I went on, onto his Twitter today because I wanted to troll him. Yeah. And I wanted to be like, <laughs> dent, when he was saying the things about like denting the whatever. And there was also like something in the Daily Mail that was saying like, the US are hated by everyone that even the French will be rooting for England. I'm just like, oh yeah, hate. That's the way to rally people against someone. It's just like driven through hate. But I went on there and then I just like got distracted from going to troll him and just was scrolling and he'd said that. So yeah, it wasn't the the coach that said that. They've bounced back before because they've had to play um, a third place game before and they beat Germany to, to, to come third. So it's not like they haven't been in that position before. And so they know what to do. And I think, I think I don't know. It's, like, it's such a hard, it's such a hard thing to come to terms with. I can't even imagine coming to terms with it personally. Right. But even as a fan, I'm just like, you just have to move on now. Well, I know it's going to linger. It's definitely going to linger for a long time, isn't it? Someone who has found a way with winning and losing to basically win trophies everywhere she's gone. Yeah. We have a feature with that's Vera Bouquet, who's here in uh, the common goal. Uh, has like a chateau or something. She has a chateau. Yeah. It's the first time that I've actually been in a place where they say chateau and I actually think that might, <laughs> it might exist instead of me using that in the sense of like, when are you going to your family's chateau? Yeah. But it's not a real thing. <laughs> but yeah, she's staying there and uh, we had a, you had a chance to have a conversation with her and here it is. Hashtag copper 90 icons. I'm Vero Boquete, a former uh, Spanish national team player, and uh, right now I'm playing in uh, US in for the Utah Royals, and I'm also here for two different reasons. Uh, one is uh, because I'm in the program of FIFA Legends, and uh, for the other side, I'm also part of the Common Goal uh, movement. So my role in the World Cup is uh, a little to promote the World Cup uh, during the months before we have this uh, FIFA Legends program where uh, we did some uh, events and uh, some media stuff. Also, we were uh, traveling a little with the trophy tour, so uh, promoting in every country, like the, the World Cup. And now it's going to be a, a little the same during this week. We'll be ready to promote the, the games, to be at the stadium, and uh, any, any event that is going on in, in Lyon, just, just be here for that. I think that the whole tournament, all the journey is being just fantastic. We knew before the World Cup this will be like uh, the biggest uh, women's World Cup, and right now we we can say that it, that is true. Like the stadiums were uh, with great atmospheres, uh, the level of the games were like uh, really really high, and I think that everyone is enjoying it and is enjoying it here in France, but also in all the different countries because like the media is uh, is really. Uh, giving the space to women's football. 
So I think uh, everyone should be happy for, for that. And now it's the end of the tournament, uh, the most excited games, and uh, we'll see how it's going. I think the biggest surprise for me uh, maybe was Italy. I put Italy in my bracket, so uh, before the World Cup I was saying like, I think Italy have a chance to, to do a good and, and long World Cup, and I think they make it until where actually is them level, so quarterfinals I think is uh, fantastic for, for Italy, and it shows uh, how important it is to have a, a national league getting professional and with better conditions because then the level of the players uh, is better and um, yeah they for sure it's uh, they are the big surprise in this in this world cup uh, after this world cup i think uh, women's football have to grow uh, next to the, the the football clubs and that is happening in europe especially and uh, i can also talk about uh, spain where uh, all the the main clubs have uh, now a, a woman team uh, just last week uh, Real Madrid uh, say also they're gonna have it and I think that that is uh, together is how this uh, this game is gonna grow and uh, yeah in Europe we can see now Italy also with Juventus with Milan with Rome uh, in uh, in England with uh, Manchester City Chelsea Arsenal Manchester United also this year and um, yeah France exactly the same Lyon same club uh, PSG same club I think that is uh, how the the game is gonna grow and we have to to keep uh, pushing of course but uh, we are in the right way and uh, now after this World Cup we will have more people engaged uh, with women's football and we have to use that to to really keep uh, growing. So Common Goal is a, is a movement that uh, starts in football from the footballers and uh, that is the, the first thing that uh, make me think like okay this is something that uh, is coming from us uh, men and women uh, football players and uh, uh, we are together on that because we we believe uh, in the power of uh, football to to change uh, life and uh, in different countries different situations and uh, we uh, we donate one percent of our uh, salaries to the, the social uh, uh, cows and uh, we can choose in which country or in with which program we can uh, we want to to help uh, i'm happy to to support a program in santa lucia in a really small caribbean uh, uh, island and um, yeah like right now we are uh, more than 100 and uh, uh, the team is uh, growing and uh, i think it's just fantastic and the the main goal at the end is like the one percent of all the, the football industry, like uh, all the money that it can, can be in, the, in football is, is, is just for, for the social side. So uh, I think it's just something fantastic and it's the way we have to, to give something back uh, to the sport that uh, gave us everything. Hashtag Copper 90 Icons. So she- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You swung uh, by the clubhouse the other day, yeah, and uh, told me a bit about more about the common goal 
uh, charitable work she's doing. I didn't know, I knew vaguely what it was about before, but uh, not very well, but it sounds really cool. Do you actively participate in any charities? Charities? Uh, yes, I sponsor a <laughs> um, a dog to go through school to help a, a blind person. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I've sponsored three dogs so far. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of training, right? They got to go through. Yeah, it's like it's like a couple of years. So I've been doing it for like years. That's amazing. Yeah. So three dogs so far. Three dogs so far. One of my dogs didn't make it. They were too excitable. And now... Oh, so there's like a pass-fail. You pay yeah. for a pass-fail and then they just become a dog. Like a dog. Yeah, like you just become a <laughs> you know normal dog. When, yeah, just, the, when dogs yeah. don't work out in the professional industries, they just become dogs. Yeah, yeah. You get um, updates. You're yeah. like, she or he has passed her first test, the second yeah. test. And, the, and then one dog, he, he, I think it was a, it was a puppy boy. Do you, do you find it weird when people, when animals have social media accounts and they have a voice and they, they like, they have, they have their own like copy that, I mean, what do you mean? like a dog, right? Yeah. Say your dog was named Juniper and Juniper had a social media account with yeah. a large following and Juniper would have things that he or she would say, um, oh, and then they like write it. It'd be like, yeah, yeah I'm ha- like today's the best day of my life, and you're like, is it though? Juniper doesn't care because you have a collar on, and all dogs should be free. You shouldn't have a collar. I on, saw, you know I, I, mean? I saw you collar, say that to yeah, the dog. A world for yeah, I said that to the dog yesterday. Yeah, there was a dog. We were sat down, and dog came over. This is a a friend of mine's sort of bit, and it's his thing. But he's like in his neighborhood. He lives up in Vermont. That they take all the collars off the dogs and their neighborhood dogs, and they just live and they come and they go as they please. Because who are you to tell a dog where they should live? You know, it's just like, it's like a, ser- it's like a joking thing, but it's also a serious thing to him where he's just like, well, who are you to say that you own that dog? Did you ask the dog? So in the neighborhood, his dog lives at his house, but he doesn't wear a collar. And sometimes he doesn't come back. And then he comes back when he's ready. Really? Like he comes like he, he, he lives there whenever he wants. It's his choice. I have a pet, I have a pet, um, little house rabbit and he has Instagram, but I don't, I don't really use it that much. But do you caption it? I mean, I caption it, but not in his voice. Yeah. I'm not like... This is my it's my birthday today, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's not as Henri, Henry. No, is it Henry or Henri? his name's Thierry? The rabbit's name is Thierry. Oh, after that makes obvious reasons. Now. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't do that. Are you feeling warm in that shirt today? <laughs> I'm feeling extremely warm in this shirt, but it has cooled down today, so I thought I'd give it a crack. Yeah, it's nice. It's one of the ones that I stole off you. Yeah. I didn't actually steal it off you. You drafted we, it. We drafted yeah. it. Yeah, it's a nice one. It fits well. It's, I took some pictures in that one. It's really really nice. Um, question though, you can buy it. Do you, when you shop and you get something, do you ever get that anxiety of like, it's new, so I don't want to wear it. Cause I, I go through mm. phases where I'm like, if, if it's something nice, I'll buy it. And then it'll go into the closet. Cause I'll be like, not the right time for it. Yeah. The right no. Time. And yeah, then it's yeah, like yeah. two years later, you're like, I guess the time never really came and somebody's getting a new shirt. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess I, actually I've only done that a couple of times with like, it's never sat in the wardrobe for like more than like a month well like ethan bought stuff in ethan is our photographer former uh footballer bought stuff in paris at this like um release of a thing called paperboy and beams yeah and it was like a really exclusive release but the next day he was wearing it and i was like you have so much courage like (laughs) you bought something you spent a lot of money on it and then you wore it the next day like in theory, that's the purpose. Yeah. But I have ma- I have huge trouble doing that. Ethan gave me stick the other day. Why? He's a pretty low-key guy. He's like a cool dude. He's pretty chill. Yeah. Oh, and 
Just get one compliment is enough. Okay, you know? sure. Let's not build him up into being someone's going to meet him. They're going to be throw, like, ah, he was all right. Do you mean to throw one in there for you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was wearing like an old, I think, 96 England top, and he walked past and he went, um, he was like, cool shirt, bro. And then as he turned his back and carried on walking, he just went, Shame you're gonna lose. <laughs> <I was like, laughs> he did. He, nice he, he was the first one that was walking around saying, "I mean, you have to go. It's England's last game." Yeah, he was yeah, saying that yeah. to people like constantly. Is like, <laughs> wait, you're not gonna go to their last game? I also, even though it's not technically true, it was just kept like he kept doing that. I was like, Ethan, like he is a chill guy. I didn't think he had that in him to like start like. Oh, he does stick to. Well, he's a, he's, a, he's an ex athlete as well, so he's got to have the the prod. Yeah. Um. Also, wore wore a New York City uh soccer soccer t-shirt around you nycfc yeah you weren't weren't, uh too pleased about i wasn't pleased about it um but out of respect for ethan it makes sense yeah um (laughs) i said to ethan i was like i went to a game i went to a new york city versus red bulls game like a derby yeah but it was like one of the first ones Mm -hmm. it was years and years ago and i was like were you playing were you playing and he was like you've been traveling for years is what you're saying you've been you've been on the road i was like were you playing in that game and he was like uh i might have been and i was like you lost seven one, <laughs> and he was like, "No, that wasn't playing that yeah. game." <laughs> okay. That was a that was a rough rough uh, day for NYCFC, but yeah, I don't know if he represents DC United more or NYCFC. Probably DC because that's DC, where he's right? from. Yeah, mm. he spent more of his time there. But yeah, he was uh, he was full of bants he over the last few days around yeah. the uh, England US because he you know, you guys are yeah. winning. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, if you do like my top, you can get it. Yeah, store.copa90.com not yeah. that hard to remember so if you if i see you hitting me up going what's the site again just add store um do you want to do some day in numbers now yeah and we can talk about those actually i was going to mention before though uh which i did shout at you earlier but i don't know if you heard thailand let me get this let me get this up right so obviously thailand lost to the states yeah it was 13 to 0 if anybody uh, wasn't watching the world you Cup. Weren't. If you were under a rock somewhere. It was actually the first controversial bit that's carried that's carried a lot of momentum, like media and news momentum, into the final, which is that the US made like a lot of controversy in that match, you know. Some people for, some people against. We so spoke actually, about it a lot. Yeah. And especially with guests as well. Yeah. Everyone had a lot to say. But um Thailand went the longest before conceding a goal of all the teams facing the USA. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, apparently. Heroes. Heroes. Like in, so, yeah. in, in, in in theory, like that's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's it was stood. I mean, it starts. Well, I mean, when it rains, it pours. It but, like, really did rain. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a cool little fun fact. Um, I don't know what the longest. I think it was still still under twelve minutes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Jeez, you yeah. like if you're a coach, you're like just get twelve minutes. <laughs> if you get to twelve minutes, Please. and then he's just looking at their watch, going like eleven thirty, eleven thirty one, eleven thirty. Damn it! If you get to thirty minutes, it's plain sailing <laughs> yeah. from there. Yeah, you'll be, be easy. Fine. I can't remember what was that. What was the first goal against England? Was that? It was. It must must have been under twelve minutes then. Yeah. Well, Either it, that, it, I've it, got the facts completely wrong, which it, is. Could it be, definitely could be was under twelve. Ten minutes. minutes. Ten tenth minute. Minutes. Somewhere around the tenth minute. Yeah. I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna. Not to talk too rain. much about that game, uh, but I thought it was gonna rain goals at that point from the US. Yeah. No, I was, I was, it was just too was easy of a goal that I was just like, wow. Yeah, it was. I was sat. So I was explaining earlier. I was sat five rows from the front yeah. behind the goal where that goal was scored in the okay. north stand, and it's so far. It's so hard to to see what is going on the game in the game when you're in that position behind the, the goal. End zone. Yeah. Yeah, you can't see when it when anything happens on the other side of the pitch or even in the middle. 
You can't you, you can't tell pack, how far you people didn't pack are. your binoculars. I did not know. Yeah. No, um, that's that, yeah, that's a that's a that's a tough one. I was our original seats in Paris for a match were in the corner and then they double booked them. So people were like sitting in them yeah. casually. I was like, You're a bunch of cheaters. Yeah. You all stole those tickets. I don't know, actually maybe we stole the tickets. We were, like, I'm not sure. At families. But then they put us in a better section. It was actually had a, a, a better view because yeah. one of them was I think more behind the goal, which just makes it a really deep And high up. Yeah. Too. I think those are the best seats we had the whole tournament yeah. when we got when we got moved. They you know what they did? No. Though? Yesterday's yesterday's ticket. I mean, are you a the US, the, the US. No, 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 we were real. Uh, we were only like a few rows. Like there was maybe ten rows below us. We were in like the second tier yeah. in the U.S. Uh, England game, but we went down for the second half. So we were in hospitality. Yeah, went and ate the food, drank the drink, watched a half out of obligation. Tipped our hat, thanked everybody for their mm-hmm. hospitality, took the drinks down to all the common folk <laughs> where all the action was happening, where all the people were passionate who've traveled all over the world and wouldn't miss that opportunity. And that was actually the, like the, the view of the field was amazing. So we were right behind where sh- the ref ran in for the VAR. VAR. Yeah. VAR. And just disappeared. We couldn't, we couldn't see her. I, um, I picked up my tickets from a pub, which is probably the most British place you can pick up yeah. England tickets. <laughs> but, but it's, it like, was... where would be a place that everyone would know hmm. how to find in England if hmm. you're buying them through the FA, right? Yeah. Like FA yeah. Program. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, I've got an idea. Someone probably got a promotion for that. Just put it in a pub. Just put it in a pub. Yeah. But it was great because then all the England fans came and they stuck around and banged on drums and drank. That's actually really a, smart, clever yeah, play. it was good. And then all those people that you met, because they all picked up tickets from the same place, you all sat next to each other. Yeah. So I was like, hey. Lifelong hey. friends. Yeah, it was cool. And it's a couple amazing. people were like, I liked your video for uh, Kira Walsh. And I was like, oh, thanks. That was really nice to it meet, was meet fans. I um, actually heard a hilarious overheard thing that day. Really? So I went for lunch down the road. I was sat next to a table full of uh, US fans and one lady had a US shirt on and she goes, oh, I really want to trade my US shirt with an England fan for an England shirt. Like they're doing games, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she, and someone goes, well, how are you going to do that? And she was like, I don't know. I'll just find someone kind of my size and hopefully they'll be up for it. And then one of her friends piped up. So they're all American and goes... Well, you just offer them a beer. I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll take it for that. <laughs> I was like, you're not uh, wrong. You're not wrong, to be honest. <laughs> we, we had some, we had some hits in uh, on the the Whoa. audio. We had a, <laughs> a sign fall down again. Uh, we had some hits on the the on the audio uh, podcast, at least of 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 people outside the matches, and there was a few Americans, and I was worried, like, do not poorly represent us and say something stupid but everyone was just like at least the 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 responses we had uh from fans was like very up to par so i'm wondering if if she got the shirt if if the if the game is growing in a way that people uh. actually know the rules what so, do you mean if they know the rules no not the rules but like speaking eloquently about football takes some time right yeah. and that's sort of like the basis of overheard is being able to be like this is a great soccer kick just but booted it up the field. I tell you what, though, I did hear another overheard thing oh, on the tram, right? Yeah. And I d- it was like an older guy, and he was talking about Lucy Bronze. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where he was from in the States. Um, he was talking about Lucy Bronze, and <laughs> she goes, um, he, I think one of the, one of his kids said, oh, Lu- uh, Lucy Bronze is really good. I really like Lucy Bronze. And he goes, yeah, but she plays in a position where she can show off. <laughs> that is something. What does that mean? mean on the field? She plays. She's not she on the plays? bench. Yeah. Also, she's like a right back. It's not a traditionally 
sort yeah. of showing off position. She's yeah, like really Mar- good. Like Marcelo is one of the few that gets to like not play defense and start at the half line. That's a position you get to show off. But everybody else, all of us other people have yeah. to play defense. Next time I play right back, I'm just going to like, you know, yeah. start doing cartwheels and stuff. Stop showing off. Stop showing off. Um, do you have, do you have one, do, one, one more, num- one more, two more numbers? I have some numbers. Damn, damn I numbers. didn't even get, I didn't even get around to the numbers. We just got chatting. Uh, okay. Number 12. Okay. Uh, 12 is. Oh, th- I, we've already kind of spoke about this. So there's a clue there. Yeah. Just now. So there would be 12 teams that were eliminated no. from the round of 16 Stop when it. you get to the semifinals. That's right. Okay. Uh, the USA have scored before the 12th minute in every match of this World Cup so far. Gee, that's, that's serious. Boo. Uh, number one. Uh, number one is whoever wins the World Cup will be crowned. Number one. If you're not first, you're last. Uh, Alex Morgan is the first player ever to score a world, women's World Cup goal on her birthday. That's crazy. A little bit of this. A little bit of this. A little bit of that. <sighs> nice little tea. Oh, it's like... Yeah. It was, it was good banter, but I was kind of... We, we, we have to wrap up soon. But okay. before that... It is some nerve to celebrate like that in a match when it's like you score that fourth goal and you want to do that, like yeah. really put your foot on their throats and be like, it's over for you. Fine. But when the game is that tight, like that penalty gets scored, they could be out. Like and then fool. she's on the cover of something doing the 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 tea, the tea, the tea celebration. No, whatever. So like, I get it. It's football, isn't it? You're it just is. just antagonizing the the... the but that's like, the just, theme just, of the U.S. team. Like now, they have to win, otherwise you're like, ah, the whole world's like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, God, if yeah. you guys lose, you're gonna get it. But uh, that's it. That's all we got time is for. That all, okay, I'll, I'll leave that number. There's, for oh, there's another one. Yeah, there save, one. save it. I'll then. Save it. Uh, that's another episode of Football Inside Out. We have uh, a new episode coming out tomorrow, but mm-hmm. make sure you subscribe if you haven't already, and head to our. I'm doing all this off the cuff. Free head style. to our. Head to our uh, website to get to make sure you're on our daily newsletter at coba90.com slash WC19 and click or tap the Button. France uh, daily to sign up. Uh, and leave us a review as well. And uh, could you tweet us? That would be nice. Yeah. Hashtag Copa90InsideOut. And what's the email address, guys? Can't remember off the side of my head. Uh, football football InsideOut inside at, at Copa90.com. See you wow. tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye. This is a We Are Great production for Copper 90.